Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You're listening to the C-Space Studio Podcast. Interviews with technology, media, and marketing leaders from CES 2020. Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You are with me in the C-Space studio here at CES 2020. Here with us, Laurent Ezekiel, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer. Indeed. Hi, James. WPP, welcome to the C-Space studio. Thank you very much for having me, James. Thanks Thank so you. much. And yesterday we had your CEO, Mark Reed, but I'm going to put you on the spot and ask him the same question I asked him yesterday. Okay. But I'm always curious about how people define their own brands, especially how marketers define their brands. So how do you define the WPP brand and, and how technology kind of plays into that? Okay, so WPP uh, launched a new strategy at the end of 2018, and the focus is on being a creative transformation company. So that's very much our focus. Uh, creativity, because we think it's uh, uh, our differentiator and can exponentially drive growth for our clients. Transformation, because all our clients across most industries are going through some level of disruption and transformation. And through technology, we can, uh, we can help guide them and work with them on that. And company, because we've moved from group to company, so more collaborative, more open, uh, working together across our agencies for our clients. Uh, and then the final thing I'll say is that um, WPP is very focused on the notion that uh, creativity should be powered and is powered increasingly by technology. So that's how I define WPP. Hopefully, similar to how Mark did it. You did it. that perfectly. That did was I? Almost, you're completely on message, so as a marketer, <laughs> you definitely have to respect that. Thank well, you. Well done. Is that a good start, then? Well done. Great okay. start. Good, um, good. So tell me about some of the ways you're thinking about how uh, technology drives creativity. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so I think um, uh, you know, enabling better access um, to our clients' brands. That could be across industries. So it could be across innovations in healthcare, for instance. Um, it could be uh, if you're a sport brand, which we work with many work at Adidas, for instance, better customization, uh, better tracking of your fitness, so on and so forth. So there are multiple ways, and we're here at CES, you know, it's a big theme for the week, multiple ways that we can do that. And we know we're really trying to surface some of the great technology skills that we have across WPP. So we've, we've looked at, we look at our capabilities across WPP in terms of creativity, which, uh, sorry, communications, which includes media, experience commerce and in technology as well. So it's one of four sort of key areas that we look at across WPP. When you look at bringing somebody onto your team and you're looking for creative people, but people that can actually use data, leverage technology, are you looking for maybe a, a certain kind of mindset? And has that mindset maybe shifted over the course of your career where early on there was this kind of total right brain creative mindset and now yeah. maybe it's something different? Yeah, I think it has shifted. I think I think if you, you mentioned creativity and bringing people in in that respect, I think you, you need to be thinking about people open to using data and technology to help fuel the ideas. And, you know, it's not about always using all the data at hand, but it's about picking and choosing. So I do think it's evolved. Having said that, um, the power of a great idea, a great concept, you know, powered by data or not, is still as relevant today as it was yesterday. So, you know, you still need that conceptual mindset coming into the department, but we definitely look for someone who's a modern, he or she, modern marketer that can help do that. So when you have those moments when your intuition yeah. maybe clashes with what the data might be telling you, how do you proceed there? <laughs> um, I would say uh, I, I believe that we are still, despite all the talk on data, uh, I think it's 
about the experience at the end. Intuition is still very powerful. I think we're an industry that should be driven by intuition just as much as data. I think it's important because sometimes the data won't give you that exponentially big idea that can help drive growth. So intuition remains important. I don't know if one trumps the other. But. Mm-hmm. And, and with all this talk on data, do we have enough? Do we have nearly enough? We have so much data now, but there's also so many unanswered questions. Yeah. When we look back in 10 years and say, gosh, we actually didn't have that much data back in the day. I think we have a lot of data. I think we probably have enough data. If, if, if we probably have enough data, we probably don't have enough of the right data. You know, I was talking to uh, some brands just last night um, about their first party data pool. And I think that they want their data pool, their first party data pool to be much bigger. Um, and that could be at the detriment of losing other data. So I think we've probably got enough data. We probably need to improve the quality of the data. And it's about using the data we have to hand in a smarter way. You know, clients don't want us to get more data. They want the right data for us to use. So I think that's probably the focus. And I think you'll see um, a big shift in the next two to three years on that. You know, the industry has made some, some big bets, acquisitions, um, statements around data in the last 18 months. And I think you'll see those bed in uh, over the next 18 months. I think it's a very interesting time for, for data in that respect. And where do you think the consumer is when it comes to the data that companies are collecting or want to have or that consumers are willing to share? Are they maybe more likely to just be accepting of it because this is the world we live in? Are they maybe more cautious these days? I think they're cautious. I think they're very cautious. I think that um, you know we've seen the effects of GDPR. Um, we'll see what happens in California. But I think that that is now quite quickly, if you think about it, the, the notion of uh, that brands need to be more careful of how they use data. It's been embedded in culture and, and how we, we use um, the content and we interact with the content. So I think they're cautious. Um, at the end of the day, it, it comes back to providing a good experience. If you do that, you'll be more open as a consumer to giving up more data or for that brand to use the data in different ways. You know? So it's just back to that experience. You are, I believe, WPP's first Chief Marketing and Growth Officer, is that I right? am. Uh, so yeah. congratulations. Well, thank you very much. Uh, why did they create that role? So um, it's Chief Marketing and Chief Growth. So uh, on the Chief Marketing side, uh, as we launch and embed the, the new WPP proposition and strategy, there is a big need to um, tell that story in the market, but also to partner with our our CMO clients uh, and our clients in the marketing teams across all our organizations. And I think, you know, why not have um, a reflection of what our clients are doing at the the, uh, agency company level? Um, So, you know, my job there with the rest of the management team who started it before I joined is to very much um, clarify, tell the proposition, and at the end of the day, make sure that our clients have the best access, the easiest access to the best of WPP. So that's on the marketing side, and we're looking at a number of things. We've got a WPP marketing plan uh, across WPP. You know, I'd say probably for the first time, um, we're looking at a number of things. We're looking at how we bring creative transformation to life in that marketing plan, technology to life in that marketing plan, and then other aspects um, such as sustainability. You know, what are the partnerships that we want to create? Um, what are the initiatives we want to push forward? So more to come on that. And then on the growth side, briefly, uh, it's about looking for new areas of growth uh, and new business. So I partner very closely with Lindsay Patterson. Lindsay looks after the client teams 
uh, and I look after uh, new business, net new business, if you like, in that respect. We're speaking with Laurent Ezekiel of WPP. So it sounds to me like you're not just marketing the organization, you're actually integrating yourself as a marketer with other marketers with whom you are partnering Correct. and kind of cross-sharing that knowledge. I would say so, and yeah. I think that if, I can, if we can achieve that, I think uh, you know, we'll get a better sense of what our clients are looking for. And uh, frankly, that helps us in, uh, in new business conversations. You know, how do we bring more of WPP to our clients? And uh, I think they need to be able to trust that, that we'll do that, understand the capabilities, um, and make sure it's done in a simple way. You know, it's a big, complex world out there. Um, we are a big organization, and I think simplifying our proposition is a big, big focus for me this year, actually, in 2020. I think simplicity is probably a big focus for a lot of yeah. the people here at C-Space and CES. But as you know, simplicity is so, so hard. It is. Uh, what have you learned about trying to simplify these kinds of things? Uh, well, I sometimes say I spend uh, my, my day going around simplifying things, so it's a huge focus. Um, uh, I think that we have probably reached, my view is that 2019, 2018, maybe beginning this year, peak fragmentation in a number of aspects of our market. Mm. You know, data, uh, MarTech, uh, tech stacks and so on. It, it's relatively fragmented. Now, my hope for everyone, our clients, myself, our company, is that we now look to simplify going forward mm -hmm. and really use the right aspects of all of those elements I just mentioned. So, yeah. Does simplification mean that some things are going to be jettisoned and do you have a sense of what those things might be? Yeah, I think some things will be. I think, uh, I, I think uh, at the end of the day, I think our clients are looking for us um, to provide their consumers with the best cross-channel experience. And in doing so, uh, you're going to lose some technology, you're probably going to not need all the data that we currently have. So you know, I'm not going to call out specific things, but I do think that that's, that's the goal at the end of the day, is a cr simple cross-channel experience. And uh, it's difficult to achieve. It's not easy to do. Do you think if you're able to pull this off, yeah. it will actually become easier to be a marketer? Because it, one of the themes that we've had here in the C-Space studio is as much as all the technology and data has helped, it seems like it's harder than ever to actually be a marketer. I think it's very challenging. Uh, I think that uh, you need such an array of knowledge, skills, at the end of the day, motivations, that is, it's very difficult. But, you know, I think we've got new generations coming in. I think it's, it's I genuinely think it's uh, such an exciting time, you know, with the de developments uh, that we're seeing this week. I mean, we can talk about 5G, we can talk about a number of things. Um, but there are also things, I'm sure even here on the show floor, that will be redundant, you know, that won't see the light of day, perhaps. So it's about making those choices. But it's tough, but it's never been more exciting, really, genuinely. Can you speak just briefly about what 5G means to you? What 5G? Yeah, sure, absolutely. So um, I think 5G means to me, well, the first thing it means to me is that uh, case by case, our brands are going to need to, our clients are going to need to look at the business case for them. I think by and large, um, I wouldn't say it's wait and see what happens on 5G, but it's very, very early days. But what does it mean? It means the obvious, which is better speed. Better speed gives you a better immersive, bigger immersive experiences. So that's one thing. And, you know, that will be, uh, for a sports brand, um, that will be huge. You know, for, a, content, for um, an, a TV network, that will be quite big as well. So more, more immersive experiences. The other thing is access. It will, to some extent, democratize access to faster, you know, better bandwidth and better content. So I think that's very interesting, you know. And then the final thing I'll say is, and there are a number of others, but one thing I'll point out is data. You spoke about data. 
We'll be able to crunch more data and hopefully better data, more importantly. And if we can do that in real time, then we can probably provide better content because we can provide more personalized experiences. So I think, you know, 5G, we need to look beyond the content, beyond the bandwidth. And some of the things that it will provide us is better data and therefore better personalized experience. I think that's interesting. Well, thank you for sharing this experience with us. Laurent is My pleasure. Thank you, James. Chief Marketing Officer and Chief Growth Officer at WP. Thank you very much. Thanks for being here. Okay, no problem. This podcast is in partnership with the iHeart Podcast Network.